you bamboozled older persons into thinking they've written a check when in fact they've generated the data for a transaction. Yeah, honestly, it's impossible to bamboozle them. Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologisms episode 33, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered sedulous, agog, curmudgeon, efficacy, and prattle. And in this episode, we're covering winsome, ignominious, hawking, bamboozle, and licentious. I want to give a quick shout out to Jim Pack for leaving me a review on iTunes Best vocabulary podcast I have ever heard. This program is one of my favorites. I listen to it before sleeping, on the way to work, while I'm cooking and running errands around the house, and in any chance I get. I'm very grateful to Nick for this podcast as my vocabulary has really improved since I began listening to it. Nick's voice is warm, friendly, calming, but not boring. The program is extremely informative and even fun to listen to. It is not too long or too short. Therefore, you don't start losing interest while listening to it. I would give it an A plus out of 100. Thank you so much for this wonderful podcast. Thanks, Jim, for your review. That's awesome. I'm really glad to have you as a listener. Let's get on to our first word, which is winsome, W-I-N-S-O-M-E. It is an adjective, winsome, W-I-N-S-O-M-E. So we're taking the word win and taking the word some and we're putting them together and we get winsome. And it means sweetly or innocently charming, winning, engaging, a winsome smile. So when I think of winsome, I just think of a four-year-old girl with a very charming, innocent smile. That smile that just wins you over. That smile that just melts your heart. That's a winsome smile. So our mnemonic for this is we're going to just think of putting the, putting the word win with the word some So we're going to win something by using our very charming smile. We're going to win something by being very charming. Win some. Win something by being very charming. Writers should read but not be seen. Rarely are they a winsome sight. Even though the model is in her 40s, she still uses her winsome looks to grace the covers of teen magazines. Because Alan is extremely soft-hearted, he cannot ignore his daughter's winsome requests for cookies at each meal. After stealing the bread off the table, the dog begged for forgiveness by holding his head down in a winsome manner. All right, here are some real-life examples of winsome being used in a sentence. Kalas is to be good, not only in the sense of moral quality, but it's a more encompassing word. It means to be beautiful, to be magnificent, to be winsome, to be attractive, to be lovely. They loved listening to him. He spoke with authority, not like the scribes, but he also spoke in such a winsome, storytelling way that it was fascinating. We should be cheerful, we should be winsome, and we should always be prepared to defend our faith unapologetically. So you're going to see the word winsome and think of charm and you're going to win something through your charm. Winsome. Let's move on to our next word, which is ignominious. It's a fun word to say. It's kind of weird. It's just weird. You look at it. It's just a weird word. Ignominious. Ignominious. It is an adjective. The noun is ignominy, but to spell the adjective, it's I-G-N-O-M-I-N-I-O-U-S. It's a long spelling, but I really want us to pay attention to it. It's I G. N-O-M-I-N-I-O-U-S, ignominious, ignominious. And it means marked by or attended with ignominy, discreditable, humiliating, an ignominious retreat. Or it can mean 
bearing or deserving ignominy, contemptible. So when I think of ignominy, <laughs> when I think of ignominy, I think of something that's sort of disgraceful or something shameful or something that brings dishonor to someone. So if we do something that's ignominious, we've done something that's shameful. We're done some, we've done something that we're not proud of. So an ignominious retreat, we may, we might be out in warfare and our best friend is shot 10 yards ahead of us. And the courageous thing to do would be to bring him back into cover where he's safe. But instead we hide behind our rock and we're cowards. And so that might be considered an ignominious act. So our mnemonic, I've got two ways to remember this. You can think of ignominious as being sort of like ignorant, plus it almost has the word minus in there, like ignorant plus minus. And if you're ignorant about something and we think of minus, you think of negative. We'll just think this is sort of a negative word. This isn't something that we're proud of. Ignominious. Something that is done out of ignorance in a negative way might make for an ignominious occasion. Another way we can look at this is to actually look at the etymology of the word. So it has the prefix IG, right? And so I think all of us know the word ignorant, which means not having knowledge as it relates to something else, right? So ignorant, or another word that comes to mind is ignoble, which means not noble. So you have not knowledgeable and not noble. So the prefix IG means not. Then if you look at the rest of the word, which is the nominious, it has the root nomen in there, or nominal, or nomenclature. Those are words that sort of relate to names and naming things, or only being of a name, or something like that. So if you think of not name, well, if you do something that's ignominious, right? If I do something that's ignominious, what's the last thing I want people to know? I don't want them to know my name if I've done something disgraceful or shameful, right? I don't want to be in the public's eye. And so if, we, if, we, if you look at ignominious, you can think, okay, not name. They don't want their name to be known. And maybe they've done something shameful or disgraceful or humiliating or something they shouldn't have done. And so that's why they're ignominious. When the boxer got knocked out in the first round, everyone knew it was the beginning of an ignominious defeat for him. While our computer teacher was not arrested for stealing school property, she still made an ignominious departure from the building after being interviewed by the police. Once upon a time, unwed pregnant women were frowned upon and viewed as ignominious members of society. And to attempt to make generalizations about emerging markets is to doom you to failure and to probably an ignominious analytical failure. I was there, 1982, 83, early 1984. I was there when the embassy blew. I was there when the Marine barracks went up. Um, I was there to watch the ignominious withdrawal of our forces. Uh, subsequently, uh, and we paid a price for that for decades. The government, of course, declined, and he then sold it to P.T. Barnum, uh, which is really sort of an ignominious end to the first collection of America. All right, so that's the word ignominious, and it really just means shameful or disgraceful. Let's move on to our next word, which is hawking. It is a verb and it is spelled H-A-W-K-I-N-G. So we're just taking the word hawk like a bird and we're putting I-N-G on it, hawking, and it means to peddle or offer for sale by calling aloud in public. So when I think of hawk, I think of, when I think of someone who is hawking something, I think of that, the newspapers boys, like back in the, I don't know, 1800s or late 1700s, whenever they were, and they were like, hey, get your paper, get your paper. And they're out there waving it around and they're really calling attention to what it is that they have for sale. So it's really like hawking to me is like selling something, but it's doing with a lot of 
emphasis and almost to like the point of obnoxiousness. Like they're really obnoxious about it. They want to draw attention to whatever it is they're selling. That is hawking. And so our mnemonic for it, if you guys think of a hawk and the loud noises that hawks make, and we imagine that hawk up in the sky, right? And it's persistent, it's up there flying, and its wings are made of newspapers, and that's gonna cue us into the definition of hawking. We'll think of a hawk with wings that are made of newspapers, it's making a loud, a loud cry, and it's trying to sell us its newspapers. That's what hawking is. We're advertising something for sale, but we're kind of doing it in a very tenacious manner. The successful salesman made a lot of money hawking thousands of cheap vehicles to unsuspecting customers. The newsboy doggedly hawking papers for pennies on city streets was once a staple of American life, an icon of unflagging industry. A determined bootstrapper who went from hawking newspapers on the street corner to running a media empire. We also saw a lot of commercialization. So on these sites, people were hawking laser treatments and, and um, herbs and supplements and that kind of thing. The one thing that I learned and, and you know, is business is business no matter what you're hawking. When he was hawking that manuscript, did he feel somehow like Moshe the Beetle, a man who possessed the truth? but was ignored. So that's the word hawking. It's just persistent, obnoxious selling of something. All right, let's move on to our next word. I think this is my favorite word out of the five words that we have. I think it's just the way that it sounds. It's cool, it's a fun word. It's one of those words you guys will have to incorporate into your everyday vocabulary. And it is bamboozle. Bamboozle, go ahead, no matter where you are right now, doesn't matter if you're in a public place or you're in a library, go ahead and say the word out loud, bamboozle. And I think once you let it roll off your tongue, you realize how fun of a word it is and you are going to start using it on an everyday basis. Bamboozle, it's a verb, B-A-M-B-O-O-Z-L-E. Bamboozle, B-A-M-B-O-O-Z-L-E. It's a verb and it means to deceive or to get the better of somebody by trickery, flattery, or the like. Humbug, hoodwink. They bamboozled us into joining the club. It can also mean to perplex or mystify or confound. Bamboozled. So if you're bamboozled, you can also just be sort of utterly confused. Or maybe you can be deceived. So the way we're going to remember bamboozle is it's got the word booze in it, right? So maybe if you've had one too many drinks, you're a little boozed up. It's going to be easy for you to become mystified, perplexed, confounded, confused, right? Or when it comes to deception, I sort of think of this guy who's, who's who's walking up to me. It is this France man, and he's had a little too much wine, and he comes up to me and he says, hey, monsieur, come up to me. I've got something here to sell you. Look inside my jacket. And he uses this French accent to sort of bamboozle me into buying, I don't know, what a French... He's got some baguettes inside of his pocket. Oh, and he's had a little too much to drink, but he's also kind of charming, and so I might be a little bamboozled into buying his baguettes that are inside of his jacket. I don't know why it's a French dude, but it's this kind of like suave French guy that comes up to me. He's going to try to bamboozle me into buying his baguettes. Uh -huh. Another thing too is, I guess the word bamboozle is also related to bombastic. So they have sort of similar etymologies. And if anyone is familiar with the word bombast, it sort of means to talk in a very ostentatious, pretentious way. And so I can kind of see how that relates to bamboozling, right? If you're going to try to deceive someone, you might try to talk something up or you might try to talk in a very articulate convincing way to get someone to 
I don't know, buy your product or do something for you. And so I guess bamboozling and bombastic have some sort of relationship. He bamboozled his way to the top. The waiter tried to bamboozle me into giving him extra money by saying the tip had not been included in the check. The swindler would bamboozle wealthy women by selling them fake jewelry at hefty prices. Using pictures of supermodels, the overweight woman would bamboozle rich men into paying for her airline tickets. Bamboozle. This has the actual data that is used to do the transaction in the yeah, pen. Exactly. You bamboozled older persons into thinking they've written a check when in fact they've generated the data for a transaction. Yeah, honestly, it's impossible to bamboozle them. It's not that they're technophobic, it's that they're technocritical. So, they're you know, grumpy old men and women, aren't they? To uh, affect an uh, impression of expertise, they want to sound sophisticated and recherche, and so they try to bamboozle their readers with highfalutin verbiage. And they will try to divide us. And they'll try to distract you. And they'll try to run the okey-doke on you. And bamboozle you. And hoodwink you. Don't buy it. All right, let's move on to our final word. This is my second favorite. It's very close to bamboozle, but it doesn't have the same cool pronunciation that bamboozle does. And so therefore it was not my favorite word, but it's still, it's still runner-up, which is pretty good. This word is licentious. L-I-C-E-N-T-I-O-U-S, licentious, L-I-C-E-N-T-I-O-U-S, licentious. It is an adjective and it means sexually unrestrained, lascivious, libertine, lewd, unrestrained by law or general morality, lawless, immoral, or it can mean going beyond customary or proper bounds or limits, disregarding rules. Ooh. Ooh, what? Ooh, my God, licentious. What a cool word, right? So someone who just doesn't maybe have morals and they just kind of do whatever they want regardless of what morality might dictate or what conventional morality might dictate. So our mnemonic for this word, I've got two, all right? I've got two mnemonics, you guys. So if, if, if you say licentious, go ahead and say it out loud. Say it. Please say it. I'm waiting. Thank you, licentious. Now, if you say licentious and you also say like sensuous, so though there's a word sensuous, right, which means sort of like uh, pleasing to the senses or indulging in the senses, right? So someone who is like sensuous, like licentious, a licentious person might be like sensuous and you'll think, okay, pleasure, pleasing the senses, that might make you think, okay, sexually unrestrained. And then you'll think, all right, this person doesn't have any morals, right? Licentious. Another way we can remember this word. And this comes from my, uh, let's see, my professor. Way back in the day, I had a professor of semantics and he asked me if he needed a license to be licentious. Well, the word licentious really means, like if we take it from a literal standpoint, it means full of license, right? And a license is something that gives us permission. So if I'm full of license and I have every license out there imaginable, I can kind of do whatever I want, right? And some people might think that, all right, because I'm doing whatever I want, I'm immoral. I'm full of license. I'm doing whatever I freaking want. I'm licentious. So that's another way we can remember the definition of licentious. It is assumed that pagan festivals once involved many licentious activities, including a number of sexual games. After she became part of a wild crowd, 
the young girl engaged in licentious acts which shamed her religious family. Since I know Megan has a reputation for being licentious, I never let her get too close to my husband. Nor is it um, uh, uh, easy licentious self-indulgence of the hedonistic variety, and it's not priggish self-denial. Guiding some teenage girls through the shrine of the Shoah forbade them to look in one room because there were images in it, he said, were licentious. The display was a photo. Men and women stripped naked, some trying to cover their genitals, others too frightened to bother. She's a, a Flavian. She is a high-status woman from after the period of Nero. She controls her hair, even if it's high and curly, so that she's not being um, licentious or inappropriate. And it tells the world that she cares about her family and that people should look at her with respect. All right, so those are our five words, winsome, ignominious, hawking, bamboozle, and licentious. Let's play a little fill-in-the-blank game. I'm going to read a sentence, and then I'm going to say blank, and then I want you guys to pick which word would fill in the blank. So our words are winsome, ignominious, hawking, bamboozle, and licentious. I think before we play our game, let's just go through them real quick and make sure we remember the definitions in the monarch. So winsome, right? We had the word win plus some, and to win something, you have to be charming, right? So winsome is sort of this innocent charm, this sincere charm that someone might have. Then we have the word ignominious, right? We looked at the prefix ig, which means not. And then we looked at nominious or the suffix nomen, which relates to name. And we thought to ourselves, okay, something not named, someone doesn't want their name because they've done something disgraceful or something shameful. Then we had the word hawking. We had the hawk up in the sky, and the wings were newspapers and the hawk was making a lot of loud noises because the hawk is hawking the newspapers, selling the newspapers. Then we had bamboozle. And I'm forgetting the mnemonic we have for this. Oh, right. Booze and the Frenchman. And he's trying to bamboozle us into buying his baguettes. And we're a little tipsy and we're confounded, perplexed, mystified because we've had too much booze. And then we had licentious, which meant full of license to do whatever we want, right? All right, those are our five words. That was a quick synopsis. Now we need to scramble our brains, think about something real quick. Look to your left, what is to your left? I've got a car door. Oh, okay, I'm inside of my car right now. This is gonna seem like a tangent, but trust me, there's a purpose, I will tell you. I'm inside of my car right now. I was recording this podcast, but my son and my wife were upstairs. They were making a little too much noise, and I was like, I don't really want that in the background. So I'm in my car right now, and the whole purpose of this story is just to sort of scramble your brain so that you maybe temporarily forgot the definitions of the words. And now we're gonna play our little word game. So we're gonna fill in the blank. Anytime I say blank, that's where the word's gonna go. All right, so here's our first sentence. You couldn't pay me a buck. I've been blank magazines all day and still haven't made a sale. You couldn't pay me a buck. I've been blank magazines all day and still haven't made a sale. We have winsome, ignominious, hawking, bamboozle, licentious. If you said licentious, sorry, you're wrong. The word was actually hawking. I've been hawking magazines all day and still haven't made a sale. All right, let's move on to our next the way he touched me all over, as if he owned my body, told me he was a blank man, full of confidence. The way he touched me all over, as if he owned my body, told me he was a blank man, full of confidence. Winsome, ignominious, hawking, bamboozle, licentious. 
If you said licentious, you were right. The way he touched me all over as if he owned my body told me he was a licentious man full of confidence. So our words are winsome, ignominious, hawking, bamboozle, licentious. Charlie had drank prune juice for breakfast and pooped his pants during his school presentation. He walked away blank. Charlie had drank prune juice for breakfast and pooped his pants during his school presentation. He walked away blank. He walked away ignominiously, right? He was full of shame and disgrace as he walked away. Our next one, after I took her lollipop, she cried and then looked at me blank as if to say, please give me my lollipop back and I'll never cry again. After I took away her lollipop, she cried and then looked at me blank as if to say, please give me my lollipop back and I'll never cry again. How did she look at her? She looked at her winsomely. She looked at her winsomely. After I took away her lollipop, she cried and then looked at me winsomely as if to say, please give me my lollipop back and I'll never cry again. Winsome, ignominious, hawking, bamboozle, licentious. All right, let's move on to our last fill in the blank. When she made casual physical contact with me on the train, I thought she had been flirting with me. It was only later when I noticed my wallet was missing that I realized she hadn't been flirting with me. She had blanked me instead. It was only later when I noticed my wallet was missing that I realized she hadn't been flirting with me. She had blanked me instead. And if you guys said bamboozled, you are correct. It was only later when I noticed she, my wallet was missing that I realized she hadn't been flirting with me. She had bamboozled me instead. All right, that wraps it up for Nick Snack for Neologisms episode 33. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I want to give a quick shout out to Exhausted Athena for leaving me a review on iTunes. She said, good vocab, but implied global warming isn't real. Of all the podcasts I found to prepare for the GRE, this one has thus far the best selection of words. I appreciate his suggested mnemonics and his stories to help remember the meaning. I personally would find a little more etymology helpful. I find it very useful when he points out other words with the same origin. With all that said, I do wish he would keep his unrelated opinions to himself. While I'm glad that he gives at least one example of the use of each word in a sentence, I wish he would come up with sentences that do not, that do not make unsupported claims like saying the last big environmental scare was global warming. But if you look at historically at environmental heralds, they are always wrong. These environmental scares, these heralds of the environmentalists always turn out to be untrue. I think this is unnecessarily controversial. There are so many other ways to use the word herald. Thank you, Exhausted Athena, for the review. I try to keep my podcast somewhat spontaneous, and sometimes that just means saying whatever comes to my mind. And sometimes it's of a political nature, but I agree with you. I think I should try to keep my political opinions out of the podcast. So I'm going to heed your advice, and I'm happy to have you as a listener. Thank you for the review, and I will see you guys next on episode 34. Bye-bye. And they will try to divide us, and they'll try to distract you, and they'll try to run the okie-doke on you.